Jack and Joe. Drinking, smoking, straight pod coasting. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? This is the first ever exclusive Making History first edition bum, bum. Drinking, Smoking, Straight Pod Coasting with your boy Joe right here and me, Jack, in yeah. the house. Hey, yeah, that's what's up. Um, yeah, man, this is, our po- this is our podcast. We just wanted to do this because... Why? Because I'm fucking hilarious. Yeah, you know what? My boy Jack right here, he is pretty hilarious. And, like, he needs to, like, get on a platform, you know? Like a lot of people. So this is, so this is where we're at. This is here we are. So, uh, we're going to talk about a couple things here. Like, you know, we're just two regular dudes. So, honestly, we're going to be talking about sports because that's what that's we what usually talk about. That's what dudes talk about, honestly. And, um, and like, some things that we're kind of into right now. Uh, just to give you a little preview, um, I'm going to be talking about this Joe, by the way. Ha! <laughs> uh, it's like <laughs> I just that just reminded me of, of our boy Mike Lovin. So shout out to our, our boy. What a Mike. What a Mike. Hope you're listening. But um, uh, I'm pretty much into the WNBA right now. That's the Women's National Basketball Association. For you misinformed, but uh, particularly the uh, Los Angeles Sparks, because that's my squad, and um, they're the last team to win a championship in Los Angeles. So what's up? Uh, we got a new uh, head coach, Derek Fisher, and just a lot, a lot of things going on with them. So that's what I'm gonna be talking about. And um, uh, boy Jack over here, do you want? Do you just want me to tell him? I'll tell him. Or you tell him. Um, we talk about a lot of shit actually, um, but mainly I want to talk about what I've been watching on Netflix lately, and want to talk some battle rap, and. What else do I want to talk about? I want to talk some basketball. And that's, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Okay, that's what's up. Uh, But yeah, we're just going to lead it off here. Uh, You know, we're just kind of freestyling this, so just ride this with us, I guess. But uh, um, we're here at Jack's spot, and uh, fucking um, right before this, Jack showed me Muhammad Ali <laughs> versus George Foreman, Foreman yeah. like in 1974. 1974 in Kinshasa, Zaire. So, and like it was a YouTube video, and uh, it was just, you know, people like visiting, uh, revisiting the fight and talking about it. And um, yeah, why were you so compelled to show me this, Jack? It was really just the next step down a YouTube rabbit hole that started this morning or this afternoon with Mike Tyson knockouts. And, uh, you know, it's always fun watching Mike Tyson knock some people out. <coughs> next thing I know, take one of my world famous naps. I wake up and Muhammad Ali's fighting Joe Frazier. And some guys breaking the footage down. And then uh, that's when I stopped it. 
at the end of that to go clean up. But that was the next video that was up was George Foreman versus Muhammad Ali. Rumble in the jungle, baby. It was good, man. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, man. Shout Quick out hands. To, yeah, for real. For like, for being such a big ass dude. That dude has dude's got hands. But man, yeah. Mad psychological warfare too. Oh yeah, for sure, man. That like, and such a. What do they say? A pioneer. In the game, because, like, they were showing uh, some of uh, his warm-ups. Or not his warm-ups, but just, like, his... His... Pra- his uh, training. Camp. Training. Training. Yeah. Training and shit. Dude had music going. It's back in the 70s, you know. Had music going. And just, like, doing his thing. Killing it. He even did a couple bars. Yeah. Him and his uh, homie. That was cool. Yeah. There's a documentary. Have you seen it? Um... Is it like Ali raps or something like that? Nah. It's pretty good. But it shows a lot of that footage too, man. Because, you know, he had had that kind of just natural talk. Like that rap to it and shit. Right, right, right. It's dope, man. You know. One of the first athletes to like promote himself and shit like that. So. Would you say he's like the original rapper? No, I wouldn't. Because I wouldn't be qualified to even make a statement like that. Man, just out of, like, your own opinion, dog. Nah, I'm sure there was other people rapping. In the 70s? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was just, you know... Yeah, yeah. Rap was... If I'm not mistaken, rap is just a slang for, like, how people would, like, talk and shit, you know? I'm sure there was mad slick talkers back in the day. Like, even in uh, the the Wild West, I bet you there was mad slick talkers. (laughs) In the Wild West. Yeah, man. That was crazy. Hey, so I guess uh, we'll um, get to what I we're planning on talking about, which is some sports, because you know sports football, yeah, <laughs> you know football. Yeah. But two, um, two more weeks. Like we got some big games coming up. It's a Friday night right now, um, but uh, pretty much tomorrow in less than twenty four hours, they got the NFC Championship, Los Angeles Rams. We're from Los Angeles. I would make a noise a Ram makes, but I, I don't know. I don't know either, yeah. so it's all good. Yeah. Um, versus the New Orleans. The New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees. I've, I've been to a New Orleans game, uh, a New Orleans Saints game, and it's party time. So shout out to New Orleans Saints fans, because honestly... A football game there is unique as hell, and it's not like it's it's a one of a kind. You you you, any other football game you go to, any other professional football game to in any other city, it's not gonna be like a New Orleans Saints game. It's a party up in there, and uh, it's fun as hell. But um, so it's like everything else in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. You should go out there sometime. Yeah, I'm gonna try. That's what I, I think that's the next destination. But we got Rams Saints. It's the top two seeds in the NFC. Both teams were thirteen and three in the regular season. Got a twelve o'clock matchup. Well, twelve o'clock Pacific time. That's our time. Twelve noon matchup at New Orleans. My boy Jack. At New Orleans. At New Orleans, my boy Jack. What, what's your thoughts? Who do you got? 
Shit. I mean, all conventional wisdom, you know, tells me the Rams were the best team in football for the first half of the season. Right? I think the second half of the season, they had a couple slip-ups, but they are still probably the most talented roster in in the whole thing, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, Saints at home, Drew Brees. I mean, I I, I can't call it. I, I could really give a shit because neither of them are the Vikings. So, but but let's but pick one. Oh, let's see here. I think I'm going. With, ooh. <laughs> I gotta go with the Rams, man. Going with the Los Angeles Rams? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the difference is those monsters that they have on their defensive line. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shit. Offensive line, defensive line, if you can dominate that, that's where it's at, man. That's, that's the bread and butter, you know? I mean, look at the Patriots. I will get to that, but you know, no one could ever get to that full Tom Brady. And unlike, you know, the Patriots, the Saints, people can get to Drew Brees, man. They're not, you know, they don't got him. But like, hey, they're on fire. They're on fire. But we're oh yeah, I'll I'll edit that in post. But hey, just let me tell you something real quick though about. My man Drew Brees, I saw it on social media. It's <laughs> not <laughs> on the good old Instagram. But uh, this dude said, this was before I think the last game, he was saying to his team, he was like, hey, hey, listen up real quick. There's three stages of football. First is when you're a kid, you play because you love the game. Facts. And then. The second stage is you compete. You, you're taught fundamentals. You're taught how to compete. And the last one is lethal. And not everyone gets to get to this level. But you get to be lethal in this game. So go out there, be, go out there and be lethal. And I was like, oh, shit, uh, man. Suit me up, coach. Suit me up. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a bad choice of words, especially for the Saints, man. Why is that? You remember the whole head hunting thing back ah, in the day? Whatever. I'm just saying, man. That's bad. Poor choice of words. What What do you got if the over under is at fifty six point five points? Man, you know I am terrible at this shit. I like when it comes to like sports betting in Vegas. Like, I just don't get it. Like, Well, well do you think they're going to score 57 points total? Oh, yeah, combined. Okay, so 57 points total. This is the uh, the over and under, right? Yeah, technically, it's it's at 56.5. <coughs> 56 and a half. So, uh, let's say 57 points. You think they're going to score 57 points? 57 points between the Saints and the Rams? Hell yeah, yeah they're going to score. Uh, yeah. It's going to be that kind of game? I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say they're going to score like 51. 51. It's going to start off. Like, I feel like the Saints are going to start off fast. I mean, uh, the Rams are going to start off fast. The Rams, uh, the Saints are going to be a little slow, but they're going to come around the second half. 
Because Drew Brees is Drew Brees. He does his thing like that. And, uh, yeah. Hmm. Saints in the freaking Super Bowl. I got to support my boy Drew Brees because he used to be on the Chargers. And uh, (laughs) that's my squad. And we lost to uh, the freaking Empire, the dark side, the New England Patriots, which we'll get to shortly in their matchup with the Chiefs. You got the Saints, right? You're picking the Saints? No, I'm taking... I don't know because I haven't really been watching actual football. I've just heard been hearing people talk about it, uh, and I don't know about Jared Goff, but to beat Drew Brees in New Orleans, especially after the way they went out last year, like I don't know. You know what? It's gonna be tough, man. But the Rams got fucking a really good squad. They do got squad. They do got squad. And uh, that's why I'm picking the Rams. Oh. Yeah. Um, It's going to be a revenge game for the Rams. Because the Saints broke their little little winning streak early in the season. And, uh, yeah, it's a revenge game. Like, players want this. And uh, Sean McVay, he's a he, he's a coach. He's a good ass coach. Is he though? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I mean, look where the Rams are at with uh, homeboy. Oh my god. Sean gosh. McVay. Nah, Fisher. Oh, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fish. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Jeff Fisher. What are you talking about? Jeff Fisher got them on TV, bro. <laughs> this guy. Sean McVay, you never got him on HBO. <laughs> hey, don't fall for the hard knocks hype, all right? I'm talking about well, for uh, the fantasy football folks out there. <laughs> Every year. Every year. Every I was year. like, let me get Njoku. He's going to kill it. Nah. But it's all good. I, I had George Kittle, who uh, was hot. That was hot. George Kittle. Shout out to George Kittle. To the next matchup in the good old Shield National Football League, the Shield. The Shield. Don't mess with the Shield, y'all. <laughs> Is uh, the AFC Championship? Those whack ass boys out there in Boston, the New England Patriots. Oh, that sounds kind of biased. Yep, a little bit versus those whack ass boys out there in Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs. As a Charger fan, screw both those teams. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Yep. Those are some. Yep. Those are some hurtful words, man. AFC Championship. It's 3 o'clock matchup. Ooh. Pacific time. My boy Jack. Oh, man. You know, see, see, this is a tougher one because this is, if I'm not mistaken, this playing outdoors. So yes, sir. we got to check the weather in Foxborough. Well, I think uh, your little, um, what is it? What would you call it? The, the, the cover? The over? Well, the over-under is at 56 points. <coughs> yeah, 56 I'm, I'm talking about the weather, sir, oh. before I can make a decision. Oh, I'm sorry. All right? Because okay. out here, you got to account for the wind, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was on there earlier. Yeah? 
Yep. Hell yeah. If you for you uh for the listener at home. For the listeners <laughs> at home. Uh oh, yeah. Plural. My boy Jack just quoted one of the classic sports movies of all time. Maybe the third best Wesley Snipes Woody Harrison vehicle. The third best? Yeah. Alright, we'll get to the the other two. Wildcats but... and Money Train. Don't be dumb. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but uh, well, yeah, Wildcats, Wildcats, fucking Goldie Hawn, dude. Football, football, <laughs> football. <laughs> 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 rings. Football, football. <laughs> yeah, most of you guys probably won't get them, but it's all good. It's a movie called Wildcats, but the movie that my boy Jack was quoting from the beginning. Was white man can't jump. White man can't jump. Yeah. I can hear Jimmy. <laughs> I can hear Jimmy. No, you can't. Yeah, I, I, I can hear Jimmy. Foods that start with the letter Q, Billy. <laughs> Vesuvius. Vesuvia. All right, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chiefs, Patriots, Chiefs. What you got? Damn. I don't know. Something just tells me, like, how do you bet against Tom Brady ever in the playoffs? Yeah, I know. Uh, when is he going to retire? But <laughs> for God, we talking about he wants to play for another five years. Crazy. Bro, get out of here. You loser. Go on yeah. your supermodel wife. Yeah, go raise your kids. Do some shit. Do some, yeah, do something else. Yeah. Start a podcast or something. Start a podcast. Loser. He probably has one. (laughs) (laughs) And he's probably a lot better at it than we are. After you're done listening to this podcast, (coughs) listen to the Tom Brady podcast. Tell him we sent you. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and pay us for those new listeners you're getting. Tom. Shout out to Tom Brady. No, no no shout out to Tom Brady. Nah. (laughs) Nah. Nah, fuck that guy. He's so good. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough game, man. I mean, for me, I don't care. So I'm not going to pick one. But is it New cool? England, isn't New England a more complete team? Uh, I mean, I don't know the numbers, but doesn't Kansas City have a shitty defense? Yeah, but they showed up last game, so okay. that might work out for them. Kansas City is the favorite? Three-point uh, favorite? Maybe, yeah. Wow. Then I'm definitely taking... I mean, if, if we're doing the... If, if I'm taking the spread here, I'm definitely betting on fucking Kansas City. Kansas City. Or uh, New England. I'm sorry, I'm dumb. New England? Yeah, I'm betting New England. If If you're giving me three points with New England, for sure. Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady's, I mean, their defense is good enough. I think that they can stop my homeboys at least a couple times, you know. Uh-huh. They're going to scheme for, uh, what's the burner, Hill? It'll, it'll, it's not going to be easy. But Tyreek Hill? Uh, Hill and, and Kelsey. Uh, I'm sure they're not going to let Kelsey get going. Yeah. Easier said than done, I know. But be the fact that they don't have a running game, they're not as balanced as 
I think you need to be in order to really stick it to New England. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, if you're slightly one-dimensional, who's a better tactician at on the you know the X's and O's out of any of those teams you know to take away whatever your strength is it's New England assholes <laughs> I'm gonna take the uh, Chiefs on this one I mean they're, they're the home team you call yourself a Charger fan you know ugh, yeah it is hard because I really don't care because I Whoever wins out of the NFC, that's who I would like to win the Super Bowl. Well, perfectly fine with that. Don't care if it's the Rams. Don't care if it's the Saints. It's basically as long as it is one of them. Like AFC and NFC right now is like potentially there's the changing of the guard of like the league, right? Because okay. because you have on the one hand you have Goff, right, uh, versus Breeze, Goff and Breeze who are like. You know, it's the young gun and the old vet. And then on the other hand, it's Mahomes and Brady. Again, like the young gun and the old vet, right? So this could be their opportunities to make that ascension. Mm-hmm. But Tom Brady, bitches. As, Tom Brady, bitches. As, 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 as the famous quote The famous goes, quote goes. Tom Brady, bitches. So, Super Bowl, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm looking, it's probably going to be Rams, Chiefs, that's me, your boy Joe, that's my pick, Rams, Chiefs, don't be surprised, it's the Rams, Patriots, but, um, yeah, I'm going Rams, Rams all the way. Ah, but it'd be nice for to, for Drew Brees to get another one, but, yeah, let's go, let's just go Rams, you know, because LA needs another championship. It's been a while. Even though all these bandwagon fans just came on, which is cool, Rams fans. Not that. Should have been Charger fans, but I get it. I no. get it. No, that's not. It's not either. All right, whatever. Are we still talking sports? Oh, we should talk a little bit more sports. We got some fights this weekend. There's, there's a lot of fights and um, all sorts of shit going down this weekend. Uh, your boy Jack is actually going to Vegas this weekend. What's up? So, um, hit him up if you're going to be out there. Yeah. Uh, but we got Pacquiao Broner. Uh, and we got Dillashaw. Well, on the UFC. So, we yeah, Pacquiao Broner boxing. And then we got Dillashaw and Homeboy for UFC. Homeboy for UFC. Yes, I, I don't know. Do you know who it is? I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's, let's see. Yeah. Can we get um research to uh stat boy stat statistician get us some fucking stats sports research guy uh our intern help us out here spot us uh so who do we got in this UFC side it's it's Henry Cejudo Henry Cejudo Henry Cejudo I think I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly one more time for the listeners at home Henry Cejudo. Oh, okay. Now I understand. I still don't think I'm pronouncing that correct. Versus TJ Dillashaw. I thought you said TJ? No, TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw. Who do you got in this matchup, sir? Because I haven't seen any of Henry Cejudo's shit so far. 
<laughs> you know, all with all the amazing research that I've done, and I've only seen an eight-minute highlight reel of TJ Dillashaw, uh-huh. I'm going to assume Dillashaw is going to win a shot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, just, I just thought of that right now. Very nice. I, I didn't write that down there. There's some other fights, too. I don't know if you know any of these people, though. I don't really know, so I can't really make a pick. All what right. you got in this Pacquiao-Broner fight? I don't know. How, uh, who's Broner? Uh, Bro- Broner is a... Uh, he looks like a big dude. Uh, so I'm going to go with Pacquiao, because... Uh, Pacquiao, because um, he's Filipino. I'm Filipino. Uh, is your boy Joe? Uh, and that's how we roll. All right, yeah, that's that's expert analysis yeah. right there. Did you see his last fight? Yeah, I watched just his last likes fight. Going the distance, this is boring. Like, well, why is he knockouts? But he's too soft to knock someone out. It's not that he's soft; it's just that he's a Christian now. Ugh. And so he can't, he can't, like, can't beat the shit out of somebody. He feels guilty. I mean, that's his job. Which is weird, because... He's trying to make that money. You gotta not, you gotta punch some people. You'd think he'd be Catholic, right? If he's gonna be so guilty about that shit, but no. No, he's not. But, mate, that fool's talking spicy. I, I heard that. That Broner guy is talking very spicy. And I saw the I saw the Instagram post where Manny's like, This guy's about billions. I'm about boxing. Okay. And I'm like, that's that's kinda true, but that's not even true, yo, because I don't you know, Manny Pacquiao fought for food, man, and like to survive and shit. Like that was like twenty years ago. I know, but some people some people don't forget, Joe. <laughs> Alright? Some people don't forget. And that's like that's who he is, man. Like that's what he does. This is what he does, well. I know he does all the other shit, like the karaoke and the, the running of a country and all that stuff and the hospitals or whatever, but this is what he does, man. He fucking fights. He's the happiest person when he walks into the ring. It's probably the only time he's happy. I don't know that for a fact. I'm talking shit. But I'm pretty sure, like, there's something about it, like, where his spirit is, like, he's he's just supposed to fight people, man. Uh, I don't know what it is. So who you got? I got fucking Manny Pacquiao, bro. Yeah, let's go, Manny. Let's go. Yeah, I got Manny Pacquiao. I don't, I don't want to lose our Filipino follower. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure we have one. We got one out there. I mean, I doubt we have two, so I'll, I don't want to lose that Filipino follower. So, yeah, may Pacquiao all the way. Let's go. Probably going to go the distance, and then it'll go to judge's decision. Nah, if it goes the distance, he'll lose. Because I don't know the other guy, but I guarantee the other guy's younger than Pacquiao. So I'm sure he'll he'll look better and stronger as the fight goes on. Because Manny, I don't know. Manny's not what he used to be. But I, if Manny can knock him out, I think Manny will win. But I don't like I don't like Manny's chances if it goes to the distance. Ugh. 
I hope he's not just fighting for the paydays, man. Like, no one wants to see Manny like that. Just, you know, just kind of fighting because he's got the big name and, you know, he'll still command, like, some money. No, I think he has a belt. Doesn't he have a belt? Does he? Is this a championship fight? I don't think so, bro. It's not. It's not for anything. I mean, it's it's for money. Well, it's for money. And what the fuck is wrong with that? That's what. That's the whole reason I go to work. For money. Well, that's yeah. true, and that is their job. So. Oh, it's just a welterweight belt. Yeah. See. It's not a championship. Oh no, it says here, they're gonna meet for Pacquiao's secondary welterweight world title. So it is a title. So it's like, come on, man. It's not just payday. This one's still the champion, bro. So I'm just respect when you're talking about your uncle, Tito Manny, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tito. I'm sorry, Tito. Jeez. Yeah, man. This guy's still holding belts and shit. All right. Yeah. He does a lot for the Philippines. And he holds world titles, dude. Not, not Asian. Not like... Titles of Asia or something. Yeah. No offense to any Asian champions out there listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Yeah. But seriously, he's got world titles, bro. Like that's that's dope. That is dope. He's like 40. That is dope. He's got world titles. He's probably still looking for a rematch with Floyd Mayweather so he could get paid. Yeah, I think... Floyd Mayweather's kind of got like an Asian thing going on now. He's got an Asian thing after, going on. After you went to Japan and fought that guy. Like, <laughs> I think he's like, I think. He wants to whoop on like every Asian culture. Yeah, I think he might have like a case of the yellow fever or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he's got an Oscar? What's he got an Oscar for? Rush I, Hour? No, it was like an honorary Oscar of some kind. Rush Hour 2? He should have got one for Rush Hour 2, man. Shanghai Noon? For best actor in a comedy or drama. Shanghai Nights. He was best in Rush Hour... Three? Nah, it's between one or two. Shanghai Nights is the first one, right? No, Shanghai Shanghai Nights is the second one. Shanghai Noon is pretty funny. Shanghai Noon is... Like, especially that one scene where they get drunk... (laughs) <laughs> and like they're taking baths that just, they're just yelling yeah that was funny but I think uh, Rush Hour 2 I would say yeah Rush Hour 2 hey so going down uh, our rundown over here I think uh, we've covered sports pretty good yeah. So far. Yeah, I think you've done, you done great. So let's like switch it up. We're going to switch it up here. Uh, I'm going to interv- interview my boy Jack because uh, he's uh, discovered something. And he wants all of our listeners at home to uh, listen. So Jack. What's up, man? What is it that you want to tell us about? Just real brief. Who... It is what this person is about, and then uh, my questions will follow. Oh, man. I don't remember any of that. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So I've been, uh, well, actually, today was the first day I really started watching it. But a, a few, a few years ago, no, maybe like a year ago, six months ago. Yeah, about six months ago, I was, uh, I have this thing where, like, I really don't clean my room very often. And, like, even when I do clean it, it's not, like, clean, clean. Um, and I can never really seem to get rid of, like, shit and clutter. And I hold on to shit for too long. And uh, I'm not, like, a hoarder. Like, I don't have, like, dead animals that I know of in the room or nothing like that. But, uh, you know, I was like, I need to figure out a way to, like, stop or, like, clean this shit up. And so, um, like other things, uh, recently, I've, you know, through the power of the internet and searching and books, uh, I came across this Japanese lady named Marie Kondo. And I'm probably saying that name wrong, but she's some sort of, like, organization specialist or whatever. Well, she got a series on Netflix right now called Tidying Up. Um, It's pretty cool. Um, It's kind of like the format of it. It's kind of like the whole, like, Queer Eye format or, like, Dog Whisperer format where, like, she meets people and then she helps them clean up and Mm -hmm. then she leaves and, like, magically everything's cool. But uh, prior to that, like, she had, like, a lot of other uh, tips and stuff on, like, how to fold things uh, and that that type of stuff. Um, I felt like it was really easy to, or, like, to me, it logically made sense to listen to this lady talk about how to fold stuff up and, like, put it in, like, a compact area. And the big reason for that is that she's from Japan She's Japanese, um, not to be like super racist or anything, but just because uh, from what I've seen in pictures, everything there is like, you know, there's so many people and so little space that like they have to try to fit everything in as much as possible. And uh, they can't have too much stuff. So I figured, you know, if anyone else had had to put shit away in like a smallest amount of place possible... He'd be a Japanese person. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, it's great. It's a great show. I I like it. And she's like, um, without coming off, like, demeaning or anything, like, she's so, like, she's, like, a, just, like, this little Japanese lady. And she's so cute because, like, I don't know, Japanese people are just really cute. And, like, you know, helping people, like, tidy up. And it's, like, it's a pretty joyful experience. Uh, she introduces this thing about, like, uh do items bring you joy? And, like, if they don't spark joy, like, you should get rid of them and get them out of your life because it's like, what's the point if it's not sparking joy? And I was like, oh, man, that's... It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So I've been I've been working on it. Um, made a few improvements so far in my own room. Um, so then tell me... What is it that... What's the first thing that you just started to do to apply Marie Kondo's philosophy? Well, I've only seen one episode so far, but in, oh. the, in the first episode, she she basically breaks down, like, the first step in, like, tidying up, like, overall for, like, a household, so to speak, is uh, your clothes. 
and you have to examine each article of clothing and uh, assess it and see if it truly does spark joy in you. And if it doesn't, um, now, earlier I said kind of harshly, like you just get rid of it or you throw it away. But um, no, 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 like, 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 like everything else, like with Japanese, like she's like, you don't just get rid of it, like you thank it. And it's it's a very um, it's a very like spiritual experience, because like think about it like this is your house right and so like this is where you rest like not just uh, I don't know if how 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 much you buy into this like like world of like there's a physical world there's a spiritual world right and then like we exist somewhere within the in between like yeah. yeah and so like. You know, you have to be at one and at peace with, like, like, like your household. And, like, you know, so she, there's, like, that, that relationship, too. So there's, like, a, you, the physical relationship you have with this space. But then there's the spiritual relationship you have with this space and all of your items. And so it's, like, it's kind of interesting, you know? Uh, like, so I, I had to say goodbye to, like, a lot of, like, clothes that, you know. So we're... Like, would you say goodbye to then? Like, how'd oh, that man. go? Like, did you all sorts of shit talk to it? Uh, you know, no, no, because <laughs> uh, I just saw the episode today, but I I read some of her shit uh, a while back ago, so like I was already applying some of those concepts mm-hmm. previously. So yeah, I didn't I didn't get that deep with it, but I did. Um, <laughs> it also doesn't doesn't hurt that. Uh, I've put on a pound or two over the past couple of years. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on a pound or two or 30. And so yeah. uh, as such, there were some articles of clothing that uh, were really easy to let go of because it was like, oh, yeah, this was like. Yeah, this is not happening. That was like, that was another person that was wearing that <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, all right, cool. But now I'm going to go back and do it again for a second time. Okay. And reapply some of those concepts. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm going to do that too. But like, so wait, did you donate your clothes or you just threw, it, threw them away? Well, right now they're in a chest in my room. Okay. But uh, my what plan is... I'm probably going to donate them, I would imagine. Okay. Yeah. Seems like the thing to do. Yeah, because they're so nice. It's not like, you know... Yeah. They're just... They're just not for me. I usually donate my stuff to the Jewish Women's Council for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've um, been to their store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went with a friend to get some records. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, if you guys have anything you need to donate, consider the Jewish Women's Council, please. Where's that? I know there's one on Venice, but um, it's, I don't know, it's somewhere on Google, so Google oh. it. <laughs> Google it. Google it. <coughs> Might even put a put a link of it in the description. Oh, maybe. Because that's sometimes what podcasts do. Okay, cool. Maybe we'll do that once I figure it out. Yeah. So anything else on Marie Kondo, Jack, sir? Uh, just for you guys just tuning in. My boy Jack over here started watching Marie Kondo's show Tidying Up on Netflix. And uh, he watched the first episode, and you know what we're going to do? 
for the next podcast session, you're going to watch episode two, where you're going to have watched episode two, and you're going to give us, you're going to debrief us on uh, what's going on with Marie Kondo and tidying up on Netflix. More importantly, how it's affecting my life. Yes. And possibly yours. Yeah. Cause that's what if you've been watching the show, go ahead and leave a comment. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what the people want to know. They want to know how to actually improve this. Like, improve their lives and, you know, see if it's actually worth their time. Yeah, I think we all have stuff that we could probably get rid of. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and yeah, it, it kind of clears, clears up space. Like, not just physical space, but, like, even in your head, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, makes, it makes what you have easier. Like, I think it wouldn't, you know, it's, there's this concept of, like, when you have less, like, what you have, you appreciate more, right? And, like, you know, less doesn't have to be, like, you can, you can have less stuff, but you can have, like, nicer stuff. You know, you smell me. I smell you. Yeah. That's a cool way to... Yeah. I, yeah, that's a... It's a better, like, alternative way to live. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's it on Marie Kondo. Let's, yeah, that's Should it we switch now. this up? Sure. Should we do some switching of the roles? I'm going to interview me, or... Oh, so... Uh... Let's let's get back to this whole sports things, man. Um, oh, yeah. We we are currently recording from what city? Los Angeles, uh, sir. Los Angeles, California, entertaining the capital of the world. Uh-huh. Or I think it's at the Staples Center. Anyways. Oh. Speaking of the Staples Center. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple teams play there. I don't know if you've heard of them. There's the Los Angeles... Kings. Kings. Yeah, have you heard of them? They're, yes, I have. I there's have. Uh, Los Angeles Avengers at one point. At one point. At one point. Um, can't forget the Los Angeles Lakers. Lake show. Yeah. Um, I know Taylor Swift's got a couple banners up there. She does have a couple banners up there. Doing, doing the thing. You know, just like the Lakers, all of you should know, we, it's Banner Central there with the Los Angeles Lakers. Is, there's, am I missing? Am I missing something, Joe? Uh, you are, sir. You are. What am I missing? You are missing one more team. You are missing the last team to win a championship in Los Angeles. Oh my goodness, Los Angeles. And that is the Los Angeles Sparks son of the WNBA. Los Angeles Sparks, baby. Spark it up. Spark it up. Win, 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 win. Win, 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 win. Win, 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 win. Hell yeah. Los Angeles Sparks, huh? Yes, sir. Cool, man. So what's what's going on? It's it's the off-season right now for the Sparks? Yeah, it's the off-season right now for the Los Angeles Sparks. This is just something I want to talk about because uh, it's kind of what I'm into right now. It's the, Los Angeles Spar- the Los Angeles Sparks and the WNBA. But uh, Los Angeles Sparks, son. We got D. Fish, Derek Fisher as the, as the uh, head coach now. 
Ex-Laker Derek Fisher? Ex-Laker, five-time, five-time NBA champion. Former Jazz Boy Derek Fisher? Jazz Boy, former Warrior, right? Yeah, he was a Warrior. He was a Warrior. Did he go to Arkansas? He went to Little Rock, Arkansas. I think he was a second-round draft pick, same year as Kobe, right? Okay. And this this guy... Five-time NBA champion and now head coach of the Los Angeles Sparks. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. We got Candace Parker. She's doing her thing on uh, NBA on TNT and uh, NBA TV as a broadcaster and analyst. We got Neko Gwumuke. She's overseas right now. Got Maria Vadiva. She's overseas right now. She's like gonna be the next Kobe. Uh, she was like, you know, she could she, she scored like you know, at least ten points some games as a nineteen year old, as a nineteen year old in the league. So young. So young. So young. So young. Imagine how she's gonna be like in the next three years. Ridiculous. But then and then we got Chelsea Gray. Probably the top point guard, probably the top guard in the league. Maybe Tarazi, if you consider her a guard. You, t- you consider Tarazi a guard? Yeah, well, 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 it could be like a four. Yeah, she could probably be a, yeah, she's a two. She's a two. Or a three. Or whatever, a four. I mean, modern NBA. Even modern WNBA, I mean, I think the game's evolved to the point where, like, you know, one, two, three, four, five aren't as traditional. Right. You know, the the skill sets are more blended. A little versatility. Yeah. A little versatility in the game. But, yeah, just, you know, we're in the off season right now. There's some chatter out there. Free agency started. No big signings yet. But little, some... News out there that probably didn't hit the headlines. What's that? You know Maya Moore. You don't know Maya Moore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much yeah. about WNBA, bro. Okay, yeah, that's why. That this is exactly why I'm talking about it. Cause you need to know, man. Do you, would you suggest that I need to know more? <laughs> Maya Moore, that is. Yes, Maya Moore. But you know, hashtag. Oh, you, are you talking about too, Maya Moore? Are you talking about Maya Moore of the Minnesota Lynx? Yeah, Minnesota Lynx. Oh. So they pretty much what they say in the league is for the WNBA. This is the W, not the M, the men's league, the MNBA. Just, yep. But uh, <laughs> uh, what they did to Maya Moore is they pretty much cored her. They labeled her as a core player and not like a franchise player. So they pretty much signed her for like one year as a core player. And so now there's like talk that, you know, her role with the team is being discussed. They might be trying to go younger or something. With the, at the, with the Lynx? Yeah, with the Lynx. And uh, there's even some trade talk. Oh. A little trade talk to the, you know, little some people in the Twitter world, the Twitterverse, and the Insta world. 
the Instaverse, I guess. Uh, do they ever do they ever call it that? I think they just call it the Gram. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the Gram. Or the IG. That's what I call it. But they're saying my amour to the L.A. Sparks, son. Okay. Which well, I'm down for. What would, what would that do for our chances to win a championship? Well, again? my amour can score. And sometimes, like, we could not score last year. Now, can't she score more? She can't score more. Nah. She is Maya Moore. And she she's buckets. Yeah. Mid-range? Oh, all day. You give but, a little space in the mid-range? All day. Can she put the ball on the floor? She can put the ball on the floor. Uh, can she cut and pass it to the person cutting back door? She can't pass to the person cutting back door. I can't think of anything else that right yeah, that's more. cool, man. But yeah, she a baller, son. I can't think of anything more. Never more. Never more. All right. Well, that's that. That'd be cool. So you guys got for the listeners at home, May twenty six. Los Angeles Sparks season opener. At Las Vegas versus the Las Vegas Aces. That's gonna be a game. Las Vegas, how long have they had a team? This is going to be their second year with the WNBA team. No oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yes, sir. Cool. And uh, it's going to be a game, man. I think it's going to be televised. Speaking of, it's not to rob you the whole NBA segment. No. But the, the NFL signed a contract with Caesars Gaming. So okay. Caesar's Palace gaming can use like the word Super Bowl. Okay. And shit. Dang. So maybe one day there might be a Super Bowl slot machine. What? That'd be pretty cool. That I would mean, be cool. The Vikings wouldn't be in it, but neither would the Chargers. Yeah, you know it wouldn't be that cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be a bunch of freaking Patriots and Packers. Second thought. Thanks. Just fucking suck. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we did. We did have that ninety. Was it ninety four appearance? Ninety three. Yeah, we had that appearance where we got whooped by Steve Young and Jerry Rice. But we were a wild card team that year. We surprised a lot of teams. Played some, you know, beat the Steelers at Pittsburgh. We came through that day, but not like a week or two later versus the Niners. This is crazy. So, shall we celebrate? Shall we end? Shall we? I'll fix this in post. All right. Well, this episode has been brought to you by. Johnny Walker Gold. Don Julio. Johnny Walker Gold. Anejo and Don Tequila. Julio. Johnny Walker Gold. Don Julio has brought to you the drinking, smoking, straight pod coasting podcast with your boy Joe and your boy Jack. Jack. Uh, yeah, that's, um, that's what we do. 
Oh, man. What about Epo? All right. So for our last segment, this isn't the very, very last segment. But this is the last talking segment of the first edition of the uh, Drinking Smoking. Straight, straight Pod Coasting. Straight Pod Coasting podcast. Uh, this is a last segment where we talk about something that Jack and I really like. Like something that probably we, too much. Yeah, we probably like it too much. Like probably something people our age should not like yeah. as much as we do. Yeah, and don't worry, it's nothing illegal. It's it's pure fun. It's it's, su- it's such an enjoyable thing. But we're talking about a Japanese anime. I know it's a little nerdy, but just hear us out. But it's a Japanese anime called and this is in Japanese so you know not a native speaker at all but we're pretty sure it's pronounced Hajime no Ipo Ipo which is spelled Jack you you got it over there yeah spell it out Hajime H-A-J-I-M H-A-J-I-M-E Hajime no Ipo N-O-I-P-P-O Hajime no Ipo or known in Japan the first step oh really? yeah that's what that. that's what that means oh yeah nice but Hajime no Ipo is a Japanese anime and it's about a young man named Makanochi Ipo Ipo and it's actually a boxing anime it's not your typical anime of like weird quirky fantasy characters or I don't know whatever other weird sci-fi stuff that they got going well it's uh, I mean the, the technical side of it is it's based off of an anime that began its run in 1989 and according to wikipedia is still running as of date um the, the manga the anime that we've been watching though is uh from october 3rd the year 2000 and had to run until 2002 oh three years two years well yeah 2000? i guess three years 2000 2000 2002, 2002 yeah <laughs> 76 episodes so Hajime no Evo is a boxing anime also a boxing manga that's still running but we just follow the anime yep. it's about Makinochi Ipo young high school student boy usually the case in animes for some reason but he's usually picked on he's uh well I mean I feel like if we're if we're gonna get into the first episode, that we should even talk about something that's predates that. Okay. And that is the fact that Ipo grows up in a single parent household. He mm-hmm. because he doesn't have a present father figure, and as such, he's had to help his mom run the family business, and therefore his social life has suffered 
because of it. Very true. But due to his dutiful duties and helping his mom, he, why socially is very awkward, has acquired physical strength and, and is, uh, is, is very, a very powerful kid, but a very docile kid. Yeah, he's just, uh, he's got a, he's in a shell, but he's a hard worker. He wakes up all the time to help his mom with the business, like wakes up early, helps his mom with the business, tries to do his best in school. But, you know, because he's kind of socially awkward, he, he gets picked on from time to time. And so can we just like set it up? Like, just kind of give him a little taste of why it's amazing. And, like, not well, and then, you know, just leave it at that. Like, how much do we want to get into this? Well, the I think the story arc of the first three episodes. So, up until he meets Miata? So, well, that's not, that's not even, I'm not even getting to Miata. I'm just talking about him becoming a making the decision to become a boxer. I think we should leave him at which is the first two episodes, I think. I think we should leave him at his after his big accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Jeb. Yep. Yes sir. Yes sir. Jeb. Yep. Yeah. So, we're just going to talk about we're just going to It's really episode 1, huh? Episode Yeah, is it episode 1? Oh man. That's cool. So we're just going to like tell you guys a little bit about it and we won't go like real deep into it cuz you guys got to watch it. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Watch it on YouTube. Watch like a watch just like just just YouTube Epo IPPO or Hajime no Epo and just watch one video and and see if it interests you. And if it does Find it online somewhere and just watch it. Yeah, it's great. So, first episode, pretty much he's getting bullied. Getting picked on. And someone witnesses this. Right, Jack? Yes. So, like, take it from there. Alright, so... is getting bullied. And, I mean, like, not like social media bullied. Uh, like he's getting hit like old school bully you know <laughs> yeah we're like someone's actually hitting him and he's not fighting back and uh, a jogger observes this and so the jogger comes over to intervene and uh when he does uh Ipo passes out uh-huh and when he comes to to he, the senses he is in a boxing gym. Right. Right. And that is when he finds out that guy's a boxer. And the jogger. Wait. I'm gonna have to redo this. Oh man. I know. Let's see. Give me a second. We should just talk about all right, so the 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 jab. So so like you were saying, Ebo gets bullied a lot. All right, and and while he's getting bullied, 
a boxer comes by one day and saves him from being bullied. And at that point, is really embarrassed that he's so weak and that he needs someone to come save him. And so he thinks to himself that maybe boxing is a way for him to, you know, not be so weak because this guy who saved him is a boxer and he was able to handle those bullies pretty easily. And so he tells the boxer that he'd like to learn boxing. That's not how it went down. Jack, you're killing me here. Okay, so pretty much Ippo is... We're so excited about this anime and we can't even tell the <laughs> listeners at home like what this thing is about. So, Ippo gets picked on, bullied. Now I remember. <laughs> no, you don't. I remember no, now. you don't. I remember now. All right, are you going to tell this story? Yeah. All right, I go. Ippo gets bullied a lot. And while he's getting bullied, a boxer intervenes and saves him from getting beat up. After he's already gotten beat up pretty bad. So, Ippo blacks out. And when he wakes up, he's in the gym where the boxer trains. And before Ippo leaves, the boxer kind of pities Ippo for being such a weak person. Um, And so, he draws a picture of the bully and puts it on a heavy bag. And tells the kid, Ippo, to punch it. And, you know, so Ippo tries to punch it. And the boxer says, no, like, engage your hips. And, like, actually tells him how to throw a real punch. And so the kid tries it. And when he does, he hits the bag really hard. And so they find out that even though this kid is getting picked on and bullied and he seems like a weak kid, you know, on the outside, he actually might have a natural talent for punching. And that's evident when his hand gets all fucked up from hitting the bag barehanded. Because that's a sign of, like, power if you can skin your knuckles from hitting the heavy bag. Okay. That's the first part. That's the first part. So, let's get to when he... The moment, the breakthrough moment. Let's get to that. So, Ippo goes home, and before he leaves the gym, they give him some tapes. And those tapes are of other boxing matches. And so, that night, while young Ippo's at home, he watches these boxers and has this... He comes to terms with who he is as a person. Uh, who he currently is as a person and the person that he wants to be. And at that point, he makes a commitment to himself that he wants to become a boxer. So the next day, he runs into this gentleman um, that he saw the other day and calls him by his name because this guy's not just some amateur boxer. No, he's not. No. Marumura Takumura. Japan, soon to be Japan's middle heavyweight champ. Maybe even the world one day. And 
uh, he tells him, I would like to become a boxer. Well, this throws Takamura into his first of many, many rages because he basically tells the kid, don't ever say something like that unless you mean it. This is not some quick decision that you can just jump into and decide that you want to become a boxer. Like, this is this is fucking serious. Life and death. It's a, a life and death decision that you're making, essentially, is what he lays down for the kid. And uh, the, the boy stands behind his decision that this is what he wants to do. And so Takamura says he challenges him and issues a challenge to him. And what he does is he goes and knocks knocks a tree and as the leaves begin falling from the tree he grabs some leaves with his hands on some like you know kung fu movie shit and uh, tells Ippo if he can grab ten leaves then he'll train him how he'll train him on how to become a boxer Mm -hmm. yeah so to catch everyone up, Ippo, the main character of this anime that we like, wants to be a boxer, goes to this guy that saw him getting beat up, who is a boxer, and pretty much tells him, look, like I don't want to be a weakling anymore. I want to be a boxer. I want to be strong and quick and amazing, just like you. But then Takamura, he's just like, nah, man, I'm pissed. Like, you can't. Right, Jack. You can't just say you can't just say shit like that. Yeah, you can't just decide all of a sudden yeah. you're gonna be a boxer out of nowhere. So, there's a tree nearby. Takamura hits it. Leaves fall down, but Takamura is able to grab a bunch with his hands, and like all the hands, all the leaves, stay in his hands because he's that fast. And he pretty much tells Ippo, if you could grab 10, then I'll train you. And so, Jack, what does this, what does this boy do? What does Ippo do, homie? Tell the people. You'll have to find that out in episode two. Ah, word? Yeah. We're not going to tell him? No, because it doesn't... You can't you can't tell him that. Ah, uh, all right yeah. then. I guess all right, folks. Yeah. You're gonna have to watch it. Hajime, no Ipo. It's great. Well, with that being said, I think it's about that time to sign off, right, Jack? I think I think you're correct, Joe. Um, but that wasn't our last segment. This is gonna be our very very last piece. Oh shit! Very last block on the rundown. Is a little treat from my boy Jack over here. Oh, man. Yes, sir. I was thinking about... For those of you who don't know, my boy Jack can... uh, He could dabble a bit in this, uh, I don't know, hip-hop game. (laughs) In this freestyle game. And, like, I want the people to hear him because he's good. So, what's up, Jack? You got a little beat? Yes, he does. 
So I've never really heard this before. So we'd be drinking, smoking, straight pod coasting. That's right, Jack and Joe was hosting. We talk about sports a lot, football games on the spot. We talk about other things like the weekend. I'm going to Vegas for the weekend. I'm going to bet on basketball on the weekend. I hope I'll come back with money from the weekend. Yeah, and we drink a lot of liquor. I drink Don Julio, it gets me drunk quicker. Joe drinks some Johnny Walker Gold Label. That's right, and we smoke with a bong on the table. Right, tell the truth and no fables. I keep on moving because I am able embody the man, the Pac-Man. He gonna do it, put it down once again on Saturday night. But he's not the only one ready for a fight. TJ Dillashaw about to get it on, y'all. He is my pick because he know that his skill's raw. And the other things are going down. I got got other things going around. We got our picks for the Super Bowl. We out of control. Listen to the Adrian Young and the Souls of Mischief. That is the instrumental. And we're gone. Talking about one thing that we got to go on the podcast show. Hi, G-Man. No Epo. Hi, G-Man. No Epo. Hi, G-Man. No Epo. Hi, G-Man. No Epo. And we rolling, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs>